0: Thanks for joining us on the DDS Faith Podcast. Our prayer is that as we discuss what God has to teach us through His Word, we can all learn how to deepen, defend, and share our faith in Jesus Christ.
1: I was laying on the couch, minding my own business, watching television. And then you'd gone out there to work something on the hot tub or something...
0: Yeah, I was checking picks. the hot tub. Okay.
1: Well, the next thing I know, I just look <laughs> up and I see the face of evil <laughs> looking at me through the window. And I just heard this <laughs> evil laugh. Stop. And I don't know, the music just kinda <laughs> happens. And, and this Stop. head this head frozen. Was in that the a light. real laugh right yes. And a for wind. a for a second I Sorry. thought <laughs> I was having a heart attack. <laughs> I, and then I
2: realized what was happening. And I was just
0: They're gonna start counting my laughs now.
1: Yeah.
2: I've known you for What's... like how many years now and I did not know the multiple laughs. Seriously? Well I've noticed that you laugh differently, but I've never thought anything of it. Oh dude. I, it's it's it's
0: kinda funny. Like Well when something's and then... really
2: funny you just wheeze. <laughs> well, like you I just can't...
0: What's bad is when I get um something gets funny and it just gets to me
2: and I cannot stop laughing. <laughs> okay, I gotta tell a story. So the New York subway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, well, real quick, because we got to get into this podcast because we're going to try and go shorter than we have been. But anyways, so we had people to do this. Yeah, we are. In, I might start laughing. We're in the subway, in the middle of New York. This is like the middle of the day, going through that like Queens, I think.
0: Please don't. I'm trying and, not to think of the joke.
2: <laughs> and this girl, I don't want to start this lady, had a shirt. It's not funny at all. Like the shirt said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, that's it the. Kids, that's the stuff he thinks is hilarious. It said I, I would rather have funny. real
2: friends than fake ones. Yeah. And he said out loud. He was looking at it. You could tell he was thinking about what the shirt said and he said, out loud, Is that a counterfeit Why are you joke? Doing this to you? He said he said, Is that a counterfeit joke? Because like, it said than fake, like fake ones.
0: fake ones because it didn't make she, sense. She
2: heard him say English that out loud.
0: Did not, the English in the shirt did not make sense, so it sounded like it was counterfeit $1 bills or yeah, something. Yeah, I would rather have
2: real friends than fake <laughs> ones. The next thing you know, he's in I the can, corner of the subway dude, laughing no. so hard. Was, Why are you laughing? He's like, I'm laughing because I'm laughing. I have a video of it. Maybe we'll post that. <laughs>
1: Don't do that to me.
0: Because I, I did that the other night. We were watching some movie. It's not funny.
2: And it's not, the <laughs> shirt's not funny at all. No, I mean, this story is not funny. It's funny because of how he's laughing about it. But it's so stupid because I can't help it. There's <laughs> just like certain right? things. Yeah. There's tears there's just in his certain eyes. <laughs> things
0: that are just so
2: freaking funny to me. And
1: that's one of them? <laughs>
2: and apparently, it's not funny. And I could come up with so many other f- hilarious things. Okay. Well you cannot really
1: not funny.
2: It's not funny, but we're keeping it. It's not that
0: funny at all, but it's just I don't know. It's,
1: and then you're dying. <laughs> and I'm like, why? We're keeping it <laughs> <eye out>. that. <laughs> it was like when I was when he gave me a stroke and he stood there, he would have let me die. Well, I thought at laughing. He me started me. holding his chest because he's I dying. I thought I'm having a heart attack because there was something in my left arm. And I thought, this is how I die. I die in Wesley's his... basement.
0: <laughs> he was on his heart like he was about to die.
1: And he was standing there laughing at me. The whole, and I'm like, it's not funny. I was like, I came back down here and I was like,
0: do, do you need a hospital? Because apparently I had kind of like that Sheldon Cooper Joker's mind It was, it was. <laughs> what was he
1: wearing? Diabolical. All you could see was his <laughs> head because of the way the light on the hot tub, yeah. And just like staring.
0: <laughs> like. I can't. <laughs> it's something about scaring you. Like that time I got you with an air horn. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious. You're really lucky because you filmed that. Yeah. You're really lucky that. And then posted it. You're you're really lucky all I said was, I hate you. (laughs) We didn't know each other that long. Are you you fine?
0: I think I'm okay. You're good from laughing (laughs) now? Don't do that to me again. Uh, It's not fun. I won't because we just wasted like 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, I told you not to do it. I warned you. I said, do not say the joke. Because you knew what I was going to (laughs) say. Yes. And I was trying not to think of the punchline.
2: The fake ones? Yeah. It's not a punchline. It's not funny. Punchline. It's a shirt that says, I don't have real friends. His shirt
0: was ones. so ridiculous. <laughs> Why? <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs>
1: <Why>? You done? <laughs> you know, I'm going to try to be. Don't do that again. All right, Jeremy, <laughs> introduce our permanent guest? You want a introduction every, yes, every time? Yes, every single time. Oh, my oh, Lord. You know, our special guest star, the permanent guest <laughs> permanent who's going to guest. be here all the
2: time. So today we're gonna be talking about being bold and not shying away from the truth.
0: Um, yeah, well so it's kind of a extension of the attractional the issue with the attractional church where we we're just trying to get people in seats. <clears throat> and what ends up happening is um, we water down or we make, we make the gospel shallow. We, we teach shallow. The Sunday school lessons are shallow. Um, you know, we do, we do camps and all these other things, and, and they really just don't dig that deep into Scripture. You know, a lot of these churches, they do these topical sermons, and it's just like, oh, you never know what you're going to get. You know, we're going to a church right now where they do expository preaching, which basically means they go verse by verse through the Bible. And <clears throat> not only that, but they give a reading guide every week, to say, okay, here's what we're going to do next week. Go home, study it, and read it, and be ready for the the sermon on Sunday. I was like, that's awesome. That's fantastic. But most churches don't do that. They just give this little shallow sermon at the beginning, and that's it.
2: it So I've noticed, like, there's so many times where, like, a pastor can, they have the perfect opportunity to, like, dive deep into what they're saying, and they just, like, pass right on. Oh, they don't
0: don't hit it home. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard it so many different times where they just – and they just barely kind of just touch it,
2: and and the root <clears throat> reason for that is that it's about getting people in those seats, right? As opposed to pushing people away by preaching like the meat, you know? Right.
0: Well, that that's sort of what this ministry is about, and you know, we actually see this in Scripture. Like this is this is what people did. If you look at Jesus, you know, I, I think I've said this before, but <clears throat> the uh, in John six at the end of it, you know, he's. Uh, he's fed the 5,000, and the next day, you know, they're still kind of there, and they're still listening to his ministry, and Jesus goes out, and he says, you must drink my blood and eat my flesh to enter the kingdom of God, and they did not like that, and they all left, and at the end of it, he actually says, only the 12, only you guys are left, Mm -hmm. and then Paul, he's not afraid of saying what he needs to say. If you look at, I think it's 1 Corinthians chapter 5, um, he actually says that, you know, one of you is having his father's wife and basically saying um you know a mother is sleeping with her son you know and and he calls them out and these letters were not just like okay here's to the pastors like they read it out aloud to the churches like so they heard so that, that lady and that son were sitting in that service you know like these people are being called out but but we don't do that in the church. We're just, we kind of want to scratch the surface
1: and we skip a lot of the other mm-hmm. biblical stuff. I don't want to make anybody mad. Exactly. Well, now, I want to go back just briefly because you said, you made a statement like, that's what this ministry is about. Yeah. Expand on that. So... <clears throat> We need when we read and study the Bible and we
0: preach the Bible we need to be as objective as possible we cannot put our feelings into it
2: so define objective just
0: objective objectivity just meaning um, you're not you're not putting your feelings into it you're really just logically thinking through this you're reading the Bible for what it is mm-hmm. a lot of times we read the Bible and we put our emotions in it mm-hmm. and then and then we add stuff that's really not there um, and, and we do it to, to comfort us so
1: we're, we're talking about the deepening of faith right now. Yeah. Um, One of the things that I've noticed just in the last 20-some years that I've done ministry is a lot of people who are members of church, they think of the church as a safe place. And I kind of come to the realization like the churches should not be a safe place. The church is ground zero for the spiritual battle that's going on Um, well the church is for believers right and what we've done
0: is there's more unbelievers in the church than there are believers well and also that's not the church is not where evangelism happens right
1: evangelism happens outside exactly now you can
0: now you can have unbelievers in the church don't don't hear me say that wrong like people are going to show up and and that's fine you don't kick them out or anything like that absolutely not But that's not the purpose. Like, the purpose is for training people to make disciples, to make learners.
1: It's to, yeah, train them and prepare them so that when they leave on Sunday, they go out into the world. Yes. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah. And one of the things that just kind of came to me here in the last couple of years was, you know, Scripture tells us that Satan is the ruler of, the world. Right. So when we are in the world, you know that's his domain, his territory. So it's very obvious to me that he just loves to attack the church. Yeah. And the way he loves to do that is to just get things stirred up and have attacks come from inside the church where you know people are feeling safe. Mm -hmm. And like I'm in church Satan can't bother me. Right. And it's like, that's the first place he's going to come There's after you. ton like, and You have to have <clears throat> spent time in the Word, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, so that when you're in that corporate setting on Sunday, because he loves to just come and attack, whether it's in your mind distracting you with things right. going on. Um,
0: well, see, that's sort of the issue with the church right now, is we, we make it a safe place. We give you a safe place to play baseball we you know if we do upward baseball or whatever I mean, we softball. A lot on that last or we week. do upward basketball mm. and, we, and we bring those things in and it's all about having a safe place but how great would it be if so in. having that safe place for people to come to the church and it's like wouldn't it be better if you as disciples were playing basketball at your school or at um just like a local peewee peewee league or something like that, mm. and then you have the opportunity to share the gospel with somebody. like that would just be such a perfect opportunity, but instead, we shelter everybody in the church,
2: and nobody knows how to nobody knows how to evangelize. nobody knows how to make a disciple or anything. Well, and when you're only around people like in the church, like I've seen a lot of pastors, like the only people they see during the week is mm-hmm. their other pastors, that, yes. at that church, and so they're not really used to being around stuff like what I would see at school right, or other people. And it
0: makes it difficult to pastor because mm-hmm. you have no idea what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. When, when you go out of the church, you are not going into friendly territory. You are going to the enemy's territory, and, and people mm-hmm. don't get that. People, people are too friendly with the world. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have fun. I'm not saying that you can't go and play basketball you know, at, at the school or whatever. Those, those are great things to do, but you need to realize that you are on enemy grounds.
2: Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of ties back to the Attractional versus Missional Church, which has been like a huge um, topic that we've covered through multiple episodes now, I guess. Yeah. Um, so this one I know um, you kind of felt led to talk more about being bold. And kind of calling out those issues, um, which is obviously something that we've kind of been doing. And that's, a, like you said earlier, that's a huge thing this ministry is trying to get across. Um, so what would you like to cover? Um, you said this is going to well, be a two-part episode.
0: Well, so so pastors, they're—so let, let's talk about why they do this. It's not just to mm-hmm. get butts in seats. Mm-hmm. But a lot of pastors are worried about their jobs. They're having to be worried about money and stuff, and they should not. No pastor should ever have to worry about, am I going to get fired for saying this? They need to be able to preach the word of God, whatever God lays on their heart, period. And pastors
2: are neutered. That's kind of something I I think I mentioned briefly last week, like how, or maybe uh, episode three, I believe we talked about how Jesus went and got his disciples and what Jesus's ministry looked like. Um, And I mean, you were kind of talking about it earlier, like Jesus didn't. Pull punches. Paul didn't pull punches. Right. Uh, Jesus went in and flipped tables. Yeah. Um, so, like, you have. I mean, touch on that a little bit. Like, how does that almost kind of relate to what you guys are doing here?
0: A lot of people, their knowledge of the Bible is what they've heard, not what they've read or studied. Uh, there, there was a Sunday school teacher um, that was teaching the youth uh, at a church that I was at, and he had he had asked him. A, he was a police officer, and he asked him a question. He said. How many of you believe that it's illegal to drive barefoot? Mm. And most of the students said, "Oh yeah, it's absolutely illegal." And he says, "You just heard that, right?" And he said, "It's not illegal. There's nothing wrong with it." And um, and he and then he made the point and he said, "People do the same thing with the Bible. They've heard more about it than they've read and studied about yeah, it."
2: People thought that it was, it was illegal to drive barefoot only because they've heard that. And they never yes. actually looked at it to see. Well, I, I've talked to people
0: before about, um, I mean, there's just several stories in the Bible. John 3.16 is a really good one. Um, you know, everybody knows that verse. It's probably the most famous verse in all of Christianity. Who said it? A lot of people don't even know that it was Jesus. Who was he saying it to? Nicodemus. He was talking about being born again. And, um, and there's other stuff in, in that that we could hash out. But there's a lot of people, you know, for example, the story of Noah. How many people have actually read the story of Noah? It's only like two chapters long. <laughs> like, it's, it's mm-hmm. very, very short. But it's like, we know the story of Noah. We know all these different things. And it's like, but you're missing stuff. And a lot of times, this is really scary. A lot of people get their theology from movies, and and they'll 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 have a Jesus movie or, um, or or whatever and and they're hardly ever accurate. Like almost every single one that I've watched, I'm like, uh, that ain't in the Bible. Like, well,
2: and what are you doing? I just got done watching the Passion of the Cross. Is that what it's called? The Passion yeah, that's of, so one of them. I just watched that a couple of years ago, and I asked you if you had seen it, and I was gonna like recommend. Do you remember this? Yeah. And, and you made a point that they missed something. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Oh, they missed a huge thing. I was thing. like, no. Like, this was, this was right. And then you, you pointed it out to me, and I, I never read that.
0: Well, what's funny is they, they, they missed this particular line in almost every movie that I've ever seen. So it, what happens is you see it in John, and uh, maybe like 18. I'm not sure off the top of my head. Um but basically what he said, what happens is they say, you know, are you Jesus? You know, and uh, I'm sorry, the Roman cohort, so 250 men or whatever, are coming to arrest Jesus, and they ask him, are you Jesus? And he says, I am, and they all fall down. That's what it says. It actually says that all the Roman cohort fell down to the ground, and it's like, wait a minute. And you're still arresting this dude? <laughs> like you guys are nuts. I feel like it's like those movies like where you see them arrest Superman, <laughs> you know? And like I, I know there was there was one Superman movie and he just like he, he's handcuffed yeah. and he's just like, like he's just like walking and he's like not even trying. He's just, like, now listen, you know, and he just breaks the cuffs like it's nothing. It's like I, I feel like like Man yeah. of Steel two thousand thirteen. Wow, good job. That's two thousand thirteen Do you have any Bible
2: yeah. you memorize? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I kind of want to go back to the the question I asked about, like, we were talking about, um, Jesus' ministry, how Paul's ministry, how they just did not pull punches and like the whole, um, I guess topic of this particular podcast is kind of on the being bold lines. Um, how do, how do you relate Jesus, people like Jesus and Paul, and there's other examples to what you guys are doing with DDS faith?
1: The first word in this ministry is deepen. Yes, deepen. <laughs> <laughs> and what I realized, like I said back in the height of the COVID pandemic, was a lot of the things that the church was and When I say the church, I mean, you know, my experience has always been with the American church. Right. Particularly the Southern yes, Baptist American church. So, you know, we had time where we were not doing regular programs and activities. Time to sit and pray and think. And it was kind of like, we're not really very deep with what we're doing. It's like you Mm -hmm. just said, pastors have been neutered because of job security. And, well, I can't preach on this subject because so-and-so is going to get mad and they're going to quit tithing. And
2: And that um, ties back to what he was saying about how that's just... You know, like you said, job security, keeping people in the seats, shallowness.
0: People skip parts of the Bible because they're Mm. scared of it.
1: Yeah. Um, Romans 9. (laughs) There is a YouTube video, which I shared. Yeah. I told you about this earlier. Um, It's Kelly Clarkson is doing a QA. and a It's been a few years ago. Somebody asks her about country music, and she goes off on this tirade <laughs> for about five minutes and it's just like oh well country music's gone it's like I don't know what they're doing what they're playing on country radio but it's not country music Yeah. and so she spills her opinion which she's not wrong um, and then she says somebody says well you ready to move on she says I'm ready for country music to hate me she says but I don't care I'm not a country artist I am a fan and this stuff is terrible and, and she also said, there are a lot of country artists who would agree with what I'm saying, but they can't say anything because they're still trying to get their stuff played on the radio. Yeah. And I know you've heard from pastors who have encouraged you in this and saying, this is important, these are conversations yeah. that people need to hear. And uh, I think that's part of the boldness. We're not beholden to a particular church position. So, right. Well, there,
0: there's a lot of people that are scared to say the things that we're saying in the in these episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and rightfully so. I, I totally understand. I've been scared to say a lot of these things.
1: Well, and I also want to clarify, like, we're going to get accused. People are going to say, oh, right. y'all are just bashing the church. Right. You know, and, you know, go back to, I keep referencing, you just, Just watch the Kelly Clarkson video. She says, I am a fan. I love country music. I do not love what you all have done to country music. And I think that's, for me, it's like, I love the church. Absolutely. It's the body of Christ. It is. That's
0: why we're doing
1: this. There are a lot of churches who are just giving you the surface. And they're not really encouraging you Mm -hmm. to go deep. And they've let their guards down. You know, how many people walk into the sanctuary on Sunday, you know, completely oblivious that they're entering into a spiritual battle? As soon as that service starts, Satan is attacking you because right. he wants you distracted. He wants you yep. upset about something. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's
0: when you start looking at the way the pastor is dressed or... Um, you start
1: worrying about trivial
0: Exactly. Stuff. Things that don't make any difference. That pastor could... Listen. Listen. Jesus didn't wear pants, okay?
1: <laughs> or a tie.
0: Or a tie. He Actually, he wore flip-flops, or sandals, really, you know? So
1: I think part and of— You wish he would wear flip-flops all the time. For yeah. me, part of this this deepening is just pointing out, you know, just saying, hey, church, we love you. Yes. Get back to what, you know— Let's get back let's to get being back bold. get back to what we
2: were—be bold. Yes. And to take that next step takes a lot of surrender. Mm -hmm. Like, take up your cross and follow Jesus. It's scary. Yeah, it's very scary. And, like, Paul talks a lot, Paul and and lots of other, like, uh, a lot about, like, suffering. I couldn't think of the word. Um, And suffering for the sake of righteousness, suffering for the sake of the gospel. And when you really dig down deep in it, you're going to have to surrender things like, your identity in the church. Exactly. Like the people that know you could very well turn against you.
0: Well, when the Bible says, take a, take up your cross, I, w- well, I was
2: reading this. Not probably. They oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Oh, Yeah. I'm, you guys know that. I have experienced that
1: multiple times in 25 years. Like the friend's leaving you or the friend's dying? Both. <laughs> and, um, but it's the one, well, I don't have much say in the dying. That's God kind <laughs> of handles that. But it's the people you think you're close to that yeah. you build that relationship with. And then once you're no longer part of that
2: body, it's just like. Who are you? People, Who are you? People don't like a threat to their comfort. I don't like a threat to my comfort. Right. That, that's just human. then. And well, when this stuff starts emerging, the people that you thought would support it won't.
0: You know, we're talking about all these things, and, you know, people may be triggered by some of the things that we've said. Here's the thing, and what the listener needs to understand. We have been guilty of every single bit of this. Oh, right. I have been guilty of going too shallow. I have been guilty of doing all these different things. I could tell
2: a lot of stories of me, not even, you know, two, three years ago, of me coming up to you, and just some of the, like, most, I guess— Oblivious things that come out of my mouth, and you could just tell that I wasn't actually diving into the word on my own. Right, and it's—it was you know, all I stuff could, that you
0: kind of already knew, yeah. I mean, but it was stuff that you've always been told. And see, right. here's the problem with that. Number one, did that person communicate as well as they think they did? Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times, we a lot of times we don't. We, we miss things. i I, I miss things uh, whenever I'm teaching. Uh, there there were several concepts I know when I was a kid. You know, my my understanding of salvation was you know hell is bad heaven is good who wants to go to heaven pray this prayer yeah. you know and that's not the right way now i don't know if that was their intention i don't mm-hmm. think it was but that as a second grader
2: that is what i understood well, and i couldn't tell you how many times i said the sinner's prayer between the ages eight to fourteen. Oh, i know me too <laughs> i mean honestly it's that's just how the, i was like what if i die i better say yeah, this prayer yeah, you know just in case you know? yeah. and you know i just i was one of those people that complained during covid Man, Satan, let me tell you what, just, can't, just canceling church. And I was one of those complainers. Like, I was one of these people that still, like, we are talking about. And the, I would not be on here if I didn't, like, lots of prayer goes into this yeah. every time I'm on here. This mm-hmm. is like a God-led thing. and We're
0: not being negative mm-hmm. about the church. If we, we're not, okay, look, there's a Debbie Downer. <laughs> and then there's just calling out what's going on. Listen, there, there's no, there's no hatred or bitterness when we're talking about this. Like, we you don't hear this, you know, em, emotion that's just coming out of us. You know, like the
2: only emotion that you hear. I mean, listen to us. It's love. Two weeks ago, I was speaking to my college group at church, and I was just, you know, I was almost kind of emotional, and I was like, um, we need to be reevaluating. Everything that we do regularly, like myself included, absolutely, like this podcast needs to be reevaluated. I mean, this past week we oh, had yeah. a group chat going, just evaluating like how do we need to do this. We've had different opinions going, and like, right. that's that's how torn up we can be about this. But I mean, that and that goes into how you read the Bible, when you do it, um, why you're going to church, yeah. like everything, include like including how I do things needs to be evaluated regularly, and that. Like, this is taken very seriously, um, and, like, this wouldn't be a thing without lots of prayer, um, like, fervent, fervent prayer. Yeah, absolutely. And this is, like, a God-given mission um, by these two. I'm just the, the permanent guest here. <laughs> so, yes, <Just the> <laughs> yeah. But, so, what was yeah, the Hit your part.
1: Um, yeah, we're talking about deepening the faith, and really that comes down to it's the individual's responsibility. Right. Um so I guess what we wanted to, because you mentioned you and your family, you are attending a, a church where they do go deep. Yes. And they preach verse by verse and mm-hmm. encourage you to be in the word.
0: I've actually been told not to do that by several pastors. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they'll, they'll get bored of listening or whatever. And it's like. By several pastors? It's several pastors yeah. have told me that. Wow. Yeah.
2: What about like, people other than pastors? Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've
0: always been told I go way too deep. Is there such a thing as way
1: too deep? No, not in my opinion. So, if you're
2: giving a genuine <laughs> effort to understand what's being said, then absolutely, that's good.
1: You are in a church that is taking that deepening very seriously. Yes, but you know, we're very aware there are a lot of people listening and watching that are not like that. Right, their church is not like that. Yeah, uh, we've I've been in churches that haven't been like that, um, and that's kind of what we're. We're seeing here. That's kind of what I'm calling out. The whole you no, know, be better yeah. than what you were doing. Thing it reminds me of a clip, and I've been trying to find this all week. Uh, we were doing a Bible study at one of my former churches that was being taught by Francis Chan, and he was telling a story about uh, meeting with leaders of the underground church in China. Yeah, and those leaders asked him to tell them about well, what's the church in America like? Yeah. And so he starts describing programs (laughs) and events. Uh And he says the more he was talking, he could just see these men were getting angrier and angrier Mm -hmm. and angrier, especially when he talked about how, you know, well, there's a church over here if you like contemporary music, or there's a church over here if you like traditional music. And said one guy finally stood up, took his Bible in his hand, and said, I wish I could remember the whole quote. But it was like, all that stuff is meaningless. Yeah. It's like, you have unfiltered, nonstop access to the Bible. Mm-hmm. And you're worried about all this other
0: stuff. Right. Like, he it, was it's, so
1: offended.
0: It's all about pleasing the people that are in the church. And that's not what the church is supposed to be. It's not right. about pleasing people.
1: So so for me, it's just kind of like, you know, we want people to go deep in their walk with Christ. We want them to be deep in the word. And we know there are some people that aren't, they don't get that in their right. in their church. So we want to encourage them, you know, how can they, if they're in that kind of a situation, what are some things that they can do to kind of get something started to where maybe there is some seriousness taken to go yeah. deeper in.
0: So, so first off, you know, when you're listening to what we're saying, be objective. Listen. Don't. A lot of times when we hear something that's kind of different, we get defensive, and we start picking apart what they're saying. Open your mind and listen, and and just you know examine yourself. You know, listen. I could be wrong. I could totally be wrong about every single bit of this, um, and that's fine. You know, I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm going to, I'm going to say what, what needs to be said. You know, but as the listener, they just need to listen objectively and, you know, consider whether or not you could be wrong. You know, the difference between confidence and pride is pride does not question whether or not they are wrong. And see, one thing that I do all the time when I'm when I'm teaching and when when I'm setting up, you know, what we're talking about for the for this podcast and everything, you know, I'm always considering, could I be wrong about this? And I and I, I seek wise counsel. I talk to people, and and I and I want to know, like like, how am I coming across? I want to make sure that I'm saying the right things, and that I'm I'm always considering whether or not I could be wrong. So that's confidence. That's not arrogance. Um, and you know, be the same with yourselves. You know, question, could I be wrong about this? You know, because you very well could be.
1: I know you got some feedback from a friend of yours who's a pastor, and I will go on record and say he was wrong when he said Val Kilmer was the best Batman <laughs> and not Adam West. So God bless you, brother, but you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we questioned it. We, we thought,
0: is about Val-
1: no. No. There who was, there who was, even says that? There was no questioning with that. <laughs> All right. I'm confident in
2: that this answer. Is really cringy.
0: Another good thing, and uh, this is really cool. So, like, uh, lately I've been I've been watching Star Trek, the original series. I actually just finished it, and uh, there was this really cool scene where it was uh, they they had like Abraham Lincoln come in, and it was like he was like a. A depiction of him or whatever. Well, anyway, he comes in and he sees Lieutenant Ahura, and um, she's African American, and he calls her something that is most definitely racist. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, they said that? Like, really? Like, this show seems to be really like, you know, like twenty almost like twenty first century. Like, these guys are these guys are doing really good on on the things that they're saying. And when she gets called that, he he apologizes. She was like, "Oh no, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that." Um, you know, it's just like where I come from, that's just kind of the, the things that we said. And she says, oh, in this century, we we don't fear words. And I was just like, <laughs> dude, you preach it, girl. Like, it, why do you fear words? Just like, it's just words, man. You know, when, when I was a kid, I was told, sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you. Well, now that's changed. And it's like, no, words really can hurt. I was like, right. okay.
1: I mean, I know words scripture can hurt. Calls it words? Double edged sword.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Words can absolutely tongue, hurt. Sword. But listen, if I hit you with a bat versus call you a bunch of funny, b- bunch of bad names, which, go, which one's going to hurt worse? worse? <laughs> the bat. You know, yeah. and, and that's, and, that's so the, the
2: difference between first century, century Christians, Christians and, and yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and, and, and here's the thing you look in the, the Bible, Bible and the physical pain. The physical pain. pain yeah, sure. It but
1: but depends you on what you call me.
0: But you look in the Bible. And it, it talks, talks about, about this kind of stuff. stuff. It, it talks, talks about, about not, you know, um, there, there's a big concept in, uh, in there of don't let words hurt you. Like, j- they're just words. Y- you have a choice to let those words hurt you, you know, which is why I'm talking about listening objectively in this. One thing that I was told by, by a friend of mine was when you're listening to someone, always listen with the concept in your mind that that person has good intentions.
1: Whether
2: they do or not. Whether
0: they, whether they do or not, try your absolute best to think the best out of people. Because a lot of times, you might get hurt by something and they didn't mean to do it at all. They had no idea that they hurt you. Um, you know, I, I, I've done this. I've, I've hurt people before and I had no clue until they told me, and then as soon as they told me, I apologized to them. And you know what was funny? They weren't bitter at me anymore. You know, um, we live in a century that we don't do confrontation, we don't, we don't like confrontation. Don't do
1: confrontation. We don't do confrontation face to face. Right. Oh, yeah. we'll, grab, we'll, we'll grab our phones we, and we will. We call
0: that gossip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to
1: other people. We'll about We'll grab it. our phones and we'll tweet at you. Or yes, what do they do? Snap. And
0: Snapchat? sit down and talk to them. Can you do that anonymously?
1: Because people get bold when they don't have to put their name. Like oh, they yeah. can They can say the most hateful and vile things to you, but they don't. It can be anonymously.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I know, and I know you've you've had it too, but. I've gotten ugly letters at churches. I mean, just some of the meanest things have been said to me were by church members that wrote me an anonymous letter, and it was ugly. And, I mean, I I couldn't read it more than once because, I mean, I have a thick skin, but, man, that was just ugly. I mean, it was mean. The pastor at the time, he said, I'll tell you what to do with that. File 13, shred
1: it. My favorite one was... uh, this lady and I know, I know it was a lady handwritten <laughs> and had just uh listed everything that was wrong with me in my ministry right and then at this the end the music, pastor mu- music pastor music pastor yeah. she hated the music and at the end said something about i just needed to go sing with those loud people on tbn <laughs> yeah. so i remember i was looking at the ministry assistant there in the office and i said oh wasn't well, this nice? She think thinks so. that I'm good enough <laughs> to go be on TVN.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that—that's a good
2: way to look at it. Yeah. Um, so everything you just said kind of ties back to the entire church, it's like whether it's a Sunday school teacher mm-hmm. or your pastor or just some like a conversation you're having with somebody or a book you're reading. Um, right. Like if they if they say something, you're like, you know, raising an eyebrow, like I don't know if that's right or not. Like one what you have been told in the past could be wrong. Exactly. But don't just assume that what they're saying is wrong. Like, kind of right. look into it or maybe ask them. Well, a lot of times
0: the first thing we hear is what we believe. Right, and it's, and it's
2: okay to ask questions like, hey, I, you know, back right. up a little bit type, type thing. And well, it's, Scripture it tells us to test, test it. Yes. Well and with that being said, um, like it, it's very easy to write off a pastor for being a – or for saying something that might be a little out in left field, type thing. But With right. that being said, there are false teachers. Oh, Maybe absolutely. That, that would be a great topic to dive into. But just um, because they say
0: something wrong, right. or even most of the things that they say are wrong, doesn't mean they're always wrong. Doesn't mean that everything that comes out of their mouth is wrong. Right. There's a pastor that I know that I disagree quite a bit with him, but there are some things that he said that I'm like, dude, that was spot on, right. and like this is like it was like the best phrase I've ever heard. Like it was really good. Well,
2: and and ministers. Are held to a higher standard. Yes, that is all throughout Scripture. Yes, and so the, that doesn't give you an excuse to be wrong right. all the time. However, you are a human. Exactly, um, and you couldn't you couldn't misspeak like you were saying. Mm-hmm. So if you hear somebody like your science school teacher, or whoever that you think might be misspeaking, um, you know, one what like I said, what you thought was right could be wrong. You could be right, but you might be wrong. So question them, or just dive into it, talk to them about it, or figure out what's actually right. And Don't. Don't just assume that everything they say is wrong just because right. that one little yes. thing was a little fishy. Yeah, and to again, to we come, come back to individual. individual. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know,
1: if you cannot, you cannot walk into a church, church Sunday, maybe, maybe Wednesday, Wednesday and, just and just expect that that's, that that's going to be the entirety of your right. spiritual mm-hmm. diet.
0: And, and you're not going to agree with every single person. I don't think there's one individual that I agree 100% with everything that they believe. Like I don't, I just don't, because there's a lot of things in the scripture that's kind of like, well, I don't really know if that means that, and you know, there's some, there's some things that we just don't know. There's just not enough evidence yet, you know. Well,
2: and just because we say it on here doesn't mean it's, don't take it for gospel. Exactly. Like that, um, like evaluate what we're saying. Oh, absolutely. Except
1: that Adam West is is the best.
0: best. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah, don't don't take our word for it go read your bibles mm-hmm. go study it yourselves mm-hmm. don't we're, we're just bringing awareness to this we're not telling you to listen to us and just do whatever we say what we are saying we're telling you to go read the bible for yourself go study deepen. for yourself deepen, deepen your
2: faith. faith wow that should be like in the name of the ministry somewhere oh yeah like you know yeah. like <laughs> yeah. Deeper. all right well um i guess that was pretty good we we're probably close to the 45 50 minute mark which is way over what we were shooting for originally oh well shocker <laughs> that's,
1: <laughs> that's what happens every time, time, time you try to put, put god, in god no that's, that's what, what right, happens yeah. when he's laughing <laughs> minutes, right? <laughs>
2: that's right yeah because of you know and, don't, don't do that ones. again <laughs> to me don't
1: do that again
0: to me thanks for listening for more information on dds faith ministries please visit our website at ddsfaith.org and follow us on social media thanks